What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dana Holgerson is brought to you by Chastain Ford, by HRMP, and by Damaris Barbecue every week right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And what, what an effort last week. Down 21 to nothing, the Cougs turned the tide and were a spot short of possibly beating the University of Texas at TDECU Stadium. Dana, welcome in. First of all, I thought that was the best crowd I've seen at TDECU. Before, after, since you've been here, that was a, the best atmosphere that I've seen at TDECU. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, big-time event here um, on campus here at the University of Houston. Um, a lot of eyes, a lot of people. Uh, you know, it started with the Cougar Walk. We got there. Uh, that thing was 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 popping. It was it was packed, and you know, got our got our players excited, got them fired up about it. That's Power Five football right there now. You know, I mean, been been to all the Big Twelve venues and know what these venues look like, and know what the University of Houston needs to look like, and and that's what it is. So, hopefully, a glimpse of what it's going to be, you know, moving forward in the future. Uh, still got a lot of work to do. Uh, got a lot of building to do. Got a lot of recruiting to do. Um, you know, we got a lot of quality opponents coming. I, obviously, you know, you get the University of Texas here that 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 opened some people's eyes, and there was a lot of Longhorns here supporting their team as well. Um, you know, but uh, hopefully, just a little bit of a glimpse of what it could look like in the future moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. They jump out twenty-one to nothing. You score the touchdown to make it twenty-one-seven. They fake the what? Did, what about what they field goal fake? Dana, it seemed like that was a turning point in the game. Did you feel like that? It where? Where did you feel the momentum change from twenty-one nothing? Yeah, that was it. Uh, that was it. Uh, that that first quarter was rough, man. We had them. You know, I'd like to sit here and say we want them to go ahead and let's get them a 21-point lead and then relax, and then we can start playing ball for three quarters. That obviously wasn't the case. Uh, you know, they, they completely dominated us for, for a quarter and a half. Um, you know, they're they're a, they're an outstanding football team. Uh, i tell you where it really showed up was, you know, other than the play that you just mentioned right there, special teams, they they dominated us. The field position battle was, was tough. Uh you know, we we were three and out and on offense. We were, uh, you know, our defensive guys were on on, on punt team and and uh, getting tired running down the field chasing number one, the worthy kid who's a who's an all American receiver, punt returner. Had a hard time getting to him and tackling him. Um, but uh, you, you're right; it was that it was that fake field goal. Uh, don't know what uh, my guy Banks was thinking. I think you know we were rushing off from the field. Uh, we didn't rush at that particular one. Uh, you know, they faked it. We rallied. We tackled it. 
uh, went down and scored, uh, got a stop, and then and then got another score before halftime, and it was twenty one fourteen. They had all the momentum in the in the world for a quarter and a half. Uh, really good team, really good players. Uh, was playing really well. Was wearing us out. Didn't get a lot going. Uh, I was proud of our team for not panicking at that point. Uh, just just stay the course. Don't panic. Uh, we talk about that a lot. Uh, got that got that field goal, got the scores. And then that little scene right there at halftime, crowd goes crazy. Uh, our team had a lot of momentum. I knew we had a chance. Yeah, it was completely changed. I mean, everything did. But defensively, you guys did a much better job after the first quarter. I mean, really kind of limiting. You limited their big plays. You limited the running game. They had the, the, the kind of hit-or-miss success from a run standpoint. And once their backup quarterback came into the game, you never really let them – you know, take command of the game with the running game, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought we did a good job with it. Uh, really proud of uh, Doug Belk and our, our defensive uh, coaches. You know, we switched some things up defensively. Uh, we couldn't just play, you know, base uh, four down front quarters coverage against these guys, which would put us in a lot of man coverage. We wouldn't be able to hold up outside. So we switched up and and went to the old three thirty five. We ran it at West Virginia forever, and um, you know, just kept everything in front of us. Uh, I think it confused them; they didn't see that coming. Uh, kept uh, kept uh, all you know, kept the ball in front of us, and we we rallied. We tackled well. I was, I was really proud of how we did that defensively. You know, there was a point in the fourth quarter. I was like, guys, we got a chance here. You know, because because got knocked out. David Uguaybu, uh stuck him on a, a third down play and. You know, he went to the tent and then and then went to the locker room. Um, and then, you know, uh, there was a point that last, before that last drive, you know, our number 93, Jamari Carlbo, who played an outstanding football game as a, a three technique, was just blowing things up. You know, he got two sacks, was blowing things up. He went into a, he went into a full body cramp. You know, he was out there, you know, laying down for five minutes or whatever it was. I mean, they brought the card out and, and hauled him off. This dude couldn't move. He was just fully, fully cramped up. Man, I think the whole, the whole crowd gave him a standing ovation. I think it was Houston people and Texas people that were, that were giving him a standing ovation. One, because of how he played for Houston and two, because UT didn't have to block him anymore, you know, and so then, the, then they got the running game going. And they, 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 they drove right down and scored, went up 31 to 24. I knew at that point right there that we had to, we couldn't give them the ball back. You know, it wasn't about the passing game. They could just they could just hand that thing off. That back is is special, and their old line is big. Um, and so I was like, "All right, guys, let's uh, let's go down and score and go for two and 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 end this thing." And that's what we're going to do. I mean, we got the first down on the eight yard line. It should be first and eight on the eight. We got it twice actually. On second down, we got it, and third down, we got it. Didn't get it on fourth down, but we had it on second and third down, and. uh they would have moved the chains. We would have scored. We would have went for two, and we would have won 32-31. So did you – okay, so Gene Semko is the replay official up there. There was somebody on the field that was hurt. I saw you standing out there, and you're talking, and so they, they reviewed the play to see whether or not Stacy Sneed had gotten there. Gene Semko is a Texas grad, and he's up there as the replay official, and he says no. Um, even if it's even, I don't know his integrity. I don't care. Just the, just the, um, the, the picture of a guy that went to the university of Texas being the replay official. 
and a University of Texas football game, it, it just stinks of impropriety. Have you talked to the league? Have you talked to the Big 12 about this? Yeah, I've had conversations with them and everything, and you know they're always gonna they're always gonna defend their 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 referees and their uh, you know their process of how they go about things and all that. Um, you know, the whole thing with replay. I mean, you, you, you know, when do they stop and when don't they stop it? It all comes down to you know how much time they have between plays. Okay, so due to the, what, what they said was due to the fact that they had they measured it, which I'm like, why are you measuring it? I mean, it's not even close. I mean, the spot is a yard off. You know, I mean, you could, don't waste your time. But they, they measured it so they can look at it. And there is an injury out there which stopped play. So I'm talking to the umpire, and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the replay guy, and he's looking at it, he's looking at it, he's looking at it, he's looking at it, confirmed. And so you didn't stop play. So now what happens when you stop play, which, you know, ironically enough, they stopped play when Manjack scored the touchdown, uh, which he, he catches it and falls down in the end zone. Now, how they took a touchdown away from a kid that made a spectacular play, I, I don't know. But they stopped play. When they stopped play, that's when the umpire gets involved and he's looking at the replay with the replay official, which gives another opinion. And then that, that, which my point is, is why not get the umpire involved, stop play, get the umpire involved, and make sure that the, the, the call is right. Stacy Sneed's feet were all over the, the the eight and a half yard line. So if his feet are all over the eight and a half yard line, and, and his ball, the ball was forward, then the ball is over the eight and a half yard line. So I don't know. I just I don't understand why they didn't stop it. They said that they looked at it. They did look at it, and so. You can say, well, why didn't you challenge it? Well, I could have called timeout, and they would have looked at it, but they've already confirmed it, so that wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, they already did it. They would have cost me a timeout. They already did it. Get get the second set of eyes involved is what what my point is. All right, now let's talk about, okay, so everybody looks at the Philadelphia Eagles and says, why why doesn't everybody do this, right? They've converted 41 of 44 one-yard conversions. But but listen, the next best in the NFL – is 11 during that same time period. So not everybody has Jalen Hurts, not everybody has that offensive line, not everybody can do what they do. But after the man-jack play, you, you're in shotgun, and you're on the half-a-yard line, and you hand off, and Parker Jenkins loses two yards. Uh, so it's, it's, it's third down. I mean, it's, it's, it's goal to go at the three, and you throw the pass, you get the touchdown, beautiful, awesome. But on that fourth down play, you're in. A lot of people are asking, "Why are you in a shotgun when you've got fourth and one? First of all, you're a shotgun team, right? Does Does Donovan does he do you have any plays that he can go under center? Well, yeah, we do. we got plenty of plays that goes under center. We we quarterback sneaked against Rice and got a touchdown because we felt like our inside people could handle their inside people. When you're inside people, you don't think can handle their inside people, then you're just wasting plays. Not, not everybody has Kelsey as the center, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts masters it. It's what they do. They've got good at it. They've got plenty of reps. They're, they're good at it. Uh, they, Tech, the University of Texas has all-American defensive tackles, right? And so we were just we, – that was a play that we weren't going to do. Um, you know, that was a, that was a good drawn-up play that we missed the block. And, and their D tackle got pushed, and it, it forced our pulling guard to get – you know, too much depth, and it got blown up. It was something that we were very concerned with. I was, I couldn't have been, I couldn't have been more upset 
when they didn't call that thing a touchdown? I mean, how are they going to take that touchdown away from Joseph Manjack? I mean, he landed on the goal line. Why would you stop play and review this? I mean, there's only one explanation. There's some sort of bias there. And so, um, you know, thankful, thankful that we got the touchdown on second down. Um, you know, but, uh, it, it all depends on the center, you know, and, and Jack Freeman's a good center. We're proud of him. He's playing very well. He's a, he's a six year senior. Um, he couldn't be playing better, but it's just like quarterback sneaks, not his deal. When we had Cody Russi two years ago, we quarterback sneaked against Texas Tech six times in the first half. I mean, it all depends on who the center is and who the quarterback is and what kind of confidence you got with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks that just now, why don't, you know, how come you don't do what Philadelphia does? And not everybody is Philadelphia. That's for sure. Um, so not, not a moral victory, but Dana, that was, it was really, really good. I thought for the pro and oh, by the way, I thought, you know, University of Texas could have dominated the stands, but it was University of Houston that actually did, and that was awesome. And I thought it was – I thought the University of Houston was was shown in a great light on Saturday. So congratulations. I know it's that you, it sucks. You lost. You're 3-4 and four now. you got to go to Kansas State. but That sucker I, was competitive. Was I mean, you great. take out the first quarter, and it was like – I mean, Houston outplayed Texas. They did. They, Houston outplayed them. So that that was great. But there's no moral victories here still. Hopefully, a glimpse of what it's going to look like moving forward. I think is the biggest uh, the biggest point. You know, we got. You know, I was super proud of our crowd. I was super proud of our our football team. I mean, it was a real Power Five atmosphere and a real Power Five football game. You know, so we just need to keep moving forward. Now we need we need everybody's support. And we need. Uh, you know, everybody to understand that, that this thing is not going to, it's not going to happen overnight. It was a missed opportunity. We're all disappointed about it, but it was a great football game. And there's going to be a lot of great power five football programs at PDECU stadium here moving forward. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier. Kansas state just kicked TCU's ass. So guess what? It just, it, it just keeps on coming. And, and when you're playing power five football, so Hey, <laughs> good luck uh, at Kansas. It, it's, it's, it's what we all signed up for here. It's Big 12. We got to go to the defending Big 12 champs. They're playing as good as they did at any point last year. I mean, they're outstanding football teams, so it's what we signed up for. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But I hope that, that, that the way you guys played against Texas gives your guys a lot of confidence that they can play with anybody after that. That's great stuff. Daniel, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. He's going to be in Edo tonight at his radio show at Little Woodrow. So if, you're, if you, if you want to go and support – uh, the radio show and the Cougs get on over there tonight, seven o'clock. Hey, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging with us. All right, good cruise. All right, there's uh, Dana Holgerson brought to you by At Highland. We're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.